0: hundle how are you um ro and i are terrible at this whole like on a week schedule thing we're really <laughs> we have busy really... lives we yeah have things to do i'm sorry yeah.
1: everyone we try we are gonna try and make these pods as often as we can but unfortunately not like we have a uh financial obligation or anything to do this is for this is for love of the game
0: yeah I mean we don't we write and produce and this is all like a two-man show we don't have any sponsors and I think Ro and I it's gotten to the point where we are more about the content of our show than staying on a weekly schedule um, I know that we've both discussed this a couple times and it, it came up like last Sunday I mean besides the fact that you were stuck in a snowstorm in Tahoe um, we just didn't have enough content really to Put put forth a worthwhile show for for you guys, and we don't want to like basically half ass anything. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I don't uh, want to be
1: like Mike and Mike in the morning who just talk about the stupidest things. Of like, I don't want to talk about last night's basketball game where seventy other outlets have already done it. You've already watched it in Sports Center that has no meaning to anyone else.
0: And I kind of follow Rose lead when it comes to what he wants to talk about and how he wants to talk about it. So. Um, in light of that, in light of all of that, and um, regardless of what we just said, this podcast is definitely going to be a little bit different than the ones that we've had in the past. Um,
1: There's no major we, issue we're talking about, but what everyone else is talking about right now, the tourney. It's happening yep, tomorrow.
0: Yep. Uh, Ro and I just talked about it, that. This for us is like our Christmas Eve tonight. It's
1: And to, on top of it, it's St. Patrick's Day.
0: Yeah, how about that? I think how that's, about
1: that? I don't know how they, like, that needs to be, like, an annual thing. I think it is amazing. It's...
0: What, the, the first Thursday that the tournament begins on should be St. Patrick's Day?
1: Yeah. It's like a drinker's paradise. Like, every, I know, man, but, every ah. man is so excited for tomorrow. Like, if I, yeah. you're not, then you, like, take that man card away.
0: It's also my parents' thirty um, fifth really anniversary of when they first met so my mom had a kiss me i'm irish button on and my dad saw her at a bar um on saint patrick's day and she had that button on so he went over and he gave her a kiss and i guess you could say the rest is history with that mustache on with that mustache on it hasn't come off since my mom hasn't seen my dad without a mustache since like ever ever. He shaved it once for my sister and I my mom was away on business. So yeah,
1: my dad has never so my dad he so he grew up Sikh. You know, not allowed to shave it all. FYI people out there, it's like a religious thing. He has never shaved his upper lip in his whole life. He had a mustache growing up now he's a goatee his whole life
0: never That's shaved it. So upper gnarly. Lip. That's so gnarly to me to think about like
1: Oh, took like over a week I feel weird. I asked yeah. my, I asked my dad to shave it for me at least one time randomly. He said you can do it yourself when I pass away. I was like, that is so morbid. That is so morbid.
0: <laughs> that's so morbid. That's like, I, God, I hope that here, like 40 years down the line, I'm still friends with you so I can make sure that you don't do that.
1: Exactly. I will, because I will never, I, yeah, I, I respect the man too much.
0: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, besides the whole mustache thing and the St. Patrick's Day thing. <laughs> that's a um, bit of a
1: tangent. A bit of a tangent. Yeah, All but, right, okay. so... Me and Joe were talking about the tournament. We'll get to our picks in a little bit. Joe has a little bit of a problem with conference tournaments. Tell tell me why, Joe, please.
0: Well, here's the thing. And, and For me, it all kind of started when I read that the Ivy League is going to be the last conference next year to institute a conference tournament. Um, and I think this year, more prevalent than ever before, we saw... and And when I say conference tournaments, I'm not necessarily talking about the power five conferences, right? The teams that get three, four, five, six bids. I'm talking about those one-bid leagues where the conference tournament is everything to them. Um, And reading up on the Ivy League's tournament next year, they're not going to take the whole league. They're only going to do four teams. But my issue is this. You're basically devaluing the regular season, in my eyes. Only for
1: for the non-top five conferences.
0: Right. Well, okay. More or less. Right. More or less. More or less. And this is where my proposal gets a little dicey. Here's right. my proposal. See
1: what you got.
0: Here's my proposal for those teams uh, in conferences where it's a one big league, a one bid league. So, and, and this year we can take the perfect example of the WCC. Okay. Gonzaga is a bubble team at best. Correct. Going into the WCC tournament, St. Mary's ends up with 28 wins on the season, beats Zaga twice out of three times, but it just so happens that the one time that they lose to St. Mary's was in the conference tournament with a bid on the line.
1: That they beat St. Mary's, but yes.
0: Right. St. Mary's lost against Zaga. Yeah. My thing is this. I think that if you win the regular season title in a one-bid league, and you don't win the conference tournament there should be a one off with the conference tournament winner and the regular season winner for the bid to the NCAA tournament
1: okay i mean i think that's a fair point basically i agree i agree with you that the regular season for these these lower these lower conferences mean nothing like okay you can you can go over 12 in conference play, make the tournament, right, and just go on catch fire, upset, upset binge, and make it the tournament. That's what. That's what the year UConn kept my boy Kemba Walker. Right, they weren't going to make the tournament. He got he caught the team caught fire, right? Won, exactly, and, won the SEC and, and, I, and went, went from there. The Big East. But yeah, you. Yeah, my bad.
0: But I think that that for me is like the hardest part that I see for these one big one bid leagues because. It's not fair to the kids, you know, like it's a, and people are going to say, okay, then like the NCAA tournament, it's a one and done. I get that. That's a totally different scenario because you're playing teams from different conferences. It's basically a free for all. These are the same teams that you've seen once or twice already in the season. This is a team that you've played, you know, St. Mary's and Gonzaga. This was their third meeting and St. Mary's had won it. The season series two to one, but when Gonzaga won, how
1: hard is it to beat a team three times in a row? Like they they talk, they talk about that in the NFL all the time. When division rivals play each other in playoffs, it's like whatever the percentage is. I agree. Yeah, right now, yeah, right now for those those smaller conferences, the regular season doesn't mean shit. So the only the so I think part of it. So you have two options: your one off thing that you're saying, or and that would actually I think is something the NCAA would like because it's one extra game. That's another game of revenue. Why wouldn't you put that why wouldn't you do that?
0: Right. I mean these, these college athletes are already playing 40, 40 plus games in a season. I mean, what's one more? If it was football, that would be a different story, obviously. It's, yeah,
1: it's basketball, they're young, it's, they have the legs. I don't think I don't think conditioning or I don't think it's anything that's gonna the players not, yeah. the yeah. I don't think the players would complain about it because say if you are in a middle tier team it gives you one more chance to be in a tournament and if you right. have another chance to do it you would do that any day of the week
0: right not only that but i think it gets the best teams into the tournament and not to knock on teams that you know have caught fire as of late but holy cross tonight beating southern i mean they're 15 and 19 bro they <laughs> were the 9 now. seed they were the 9 seed in their own conference tournament they had won 10 games before their conference tournament they were 10 and 19 and you're telling me that they're one of the 68 deserving teams? No. So I think it 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 increases the, the level. The, of the way play that they also. played,
1: they changed their game plan going into and Holy Cross, like their coach, I respect the hell of them going into a 1-3-1 the past few games to just dare people to shoot threes that they can't make in college basketball. I think it was genius, and like I kind of respect part of it that you make one big change you've been scattered this whole year and you change your complete game plan and are able to do it, like, that's where I I hesitate with what you're saying because if you're able to do that, I respect it. Like, you have, like, I respect a coaching plan or a team completely changing what they do and no one knows what they're about to do and executing to beat another team when you're such a low seed, when no one expects anything from you.
0: Well, yeah, but I think that I don't know. That's just my like that's my No, I I agree in, I with you. I I agree with your overall thought on it.
1: I think a, I think it should be there's a little bit more I I don't know the, the your theory of one done is okay. Uh like if the regular season champion plays the over the tournament champion, but something along those lines needs to be done. I don't know what it is, but the closest thing I could think of would be like uh, the champion gets a bye to at some point because, like, when they like, so many so many of the times when someone loses a, a game in the tournament, they they're uh, to the to the to the committee who's picking the teams in the tournament, they lose a lot of credibility.
0: Well, yeah, especially if you're in a one big league. I don't know. I just wish that there was more precedent put on the overall body of work, especially for these teams that are in the conferences that usually only get one bid. Like, reward these kids for doing well in the regular season and being consistent and That's being bad. the best team. And maybe you're right. Maybe it goes to a different buy system. Maybe they only take, like, the top four teams and four plays three. The winner of that plays two. The winner of that plays one. So then one only has that, to play yeah, one game.
1: I Yeah, I agree. And Or, yeah, there's that and then also make it One and done is a big thing as well. One and done, basically, anything can happen in one game. Right. If I think it's to the number one team's advantage, if it's like a best out of three or something like that.
0: But we don't have that in college basketball. Like, you don't play best of three like you do best of five, best of seven in the NBA. The only time that I have ever seen best of three is the CBI Invitational, where the final is best of three. So... I don't think that you should all of a sudden institute a best of three, especially at the conference tournament level. Maybe maybe it starts with cutting the teams to make sure that they finish in the top half of their conference. I mean, you That'd take... Be a start. That'd be a start. I And then that puts precedent on it too. And then you tear it into a buy system like that where the number one overall seed only would have to play one or two games to win the title instead of having to play three games only, to get the, through.
1: And, and that's reasonable for the the top conferences as well like right. whatever what whatever is chosen for the bottom two conferences has to be the same for the top conferences like if there's a little variations okay but you need to have something that's uniform for the whole ncaa because you can't just have oh i'm not a top five conference we have different rules because yeah eventually, eventually the top five conferences are going to change and one one conference is going to drop out one's going to drop and become a major like it's just that's just how it works
0: Especially with the selection committee being so subjective, and they're not being a defined set of attributes that they look at and they go to and pick. Like it's not, it's not like they're ranked one through sixty-eight. Everyone uses so many different systems that when there's a team like a Monmouth that runs through their league and they have three conference losses, you can't. Uh, you can't pick what conference you're in unless you have the money to maneuver exactly. and you jump leagues. So,
1: and I think that's suspect. That's a whole different issue, but that's suspect yeah. As well. And well,
0: how about this? I mean, Monmouth goes out and plays everyone on the road. They schedule all these Big Five, you know, teams. They played SC twice. Um, you know, they played UCLA. It's even more difficult for these lower-conferenced teams one-bid league teams to get anyone to come play them at their home court because it's a lose-lose situation for all parties involved, right? So Exactly, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just have difficulty. I wish that there was some sort of, and I don't even want to say leniency, but I wish there was some sort of review either. Have more Power 5 conference teams, the Blue Bloods, go play at UNC Wilmington. Go play at... um you know Stephen F. Austin. You do something so that college basketball can grow and not be so top heavy. That's that's and if it is going to be top heavy, then let the guys in the one conference bid leagues have a shot to send their best representative. I guess that's where no, we are with. I
1: things. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so, but all hey, right. Spe- so let's, speaking of selection yeah. committee, quick quick two seconds. What do you think about the uh, them releasing the? Picks early. Well, I think first or of it'd be, all, it'd been leaked.
0: <laughs> they shouldn't have a two hour selection show. Like, it, I don't want to see Charles Barkley's picks. It doesn't need eight, to be
1: a goddamn but, show. It doesn't need to be a show. It just it should be, hey, here's a bracket.
0: No, but I see, here's the thing is like, I like the show because I grew up on it, but I don't think you release the bracket all at once. I think they literally go, all right, we're going to go to the South region. Here it is. Boom. Take a commercial break. Come back. Here's the West. Boom. Because it builds suspense instead of just throwing all 65, 68 teams out there at once. But yeah. it doesn't need to be a two-hour affair. We don't need to have people's picks in between releasing the bracket. Release the bracket, cut it to a half hour, then let all the pundits talk. That's kind of where I am with things. And so, then it'll,
1: it'll make the uh, – yeah, make it a half hour. It'll make those commercial spaces more expensive.
0: Yeah. Guys, at the end
1: of the day, it's a, revenue, it's a revenue thing. That's how you make the most revenue, I would say.
0: Right. Right,
1: exactly. um, all right, on to the tournament. We got – it starts tomorrow. I'm stoked. Who uh, – what, what, what uh, conference do I start with, Joe? What you mean uh, what region? region? What region?
0: Well, what region do you think is the hardest? Like top to bottom, briefly. Like a brief overview before – to Top to bottom?
1: Top to bottom? I – everyone's in the south. I think it's the east, personally. I think, okay. the, I think, why, the, why? All right. I think any team that makes the second round minus Wisconsin can make the final four. That's, that's exactly why they can all beat each other. That's wow. what makes it the most
0: difficult. And you don't feel that about the South? Cause here's my thing. Here's my thing. Actually,
1: no. Okay. The South. Okay. That's the problem. The South South is the same thing. I agree. both of them is the same way. Yeah, South. I don't think Iowa can make it that far. South
0: I think I think the South.
1: I think I far think the bias though the Pac twelve because we got Cal and Cal and U of A there. I think It's not even bias there.
0: No, it's not even that. It's honestly because all of the teams in the South, I think, at one point in time this year, were ranked in the top five, and they're all sleeping giants. If they can just get it together, if they can turn it on at any point, you look at the teams. Kansas, okay? Easily, like, the pundits are picking them as the best team in the country, the number one overall seed, all right? UConn, hottest team as of late. Maryland, preseason top five. Cal, easily, again, the team with the most NBA prospects is what, you know, I've heard. I think that they could catch fire at any time. Arizona, same. Earlier in the season, top five. Miami, earlier in the season, top five. Iowa, at one point, was number two in the nation. Nova. Number two in the nation. But at the same time, they've all underachieved. I mean, all these teams are... Sorry, do you
1: think okay, part of it is... Okay, there's also that... Do you think that it's possible that they were over overranked at that time? Because there's a one-time thing. Like, how many times... We had how many number ones this year?
0: row uh, of those six... Th- I I honestly think that the top six teams... Top six seeds in the South region... Any of them could win the national title.
1: I agree with you. I, I agree with you. And that's, what's the crazy with the tournament. Like any, like it's, it's who catches fire and we don't know That's And that's what the conference tournaments helps, helps you see, you see who's hot. Like right now we know Yukon is hot.
0: Right. Same with Seton Hall, but like, does it continue over? You know, I mean, at, at what point can you sustain the momentum? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through each region real quick. Um, We have seven quick topics that Ro and I are each going to answer. First question, and I'll go through the questions first, and then we'll start in the South. First question is, what coach in that region do you trust the most? Second question is, what coach do you think is overrated or you don't trust? Um, Third question is, who is the best player in that region or that you would want to start your team around? Fourth question is, who is the player in that region who you or you expect other people to know by the end of their tenure in the NCAA tournament that people yeah. don't know now? Yeah. Um, fifth one is best mascot in that region. Hm. Um, Grace, my sister would would love this topic. She picks a lot of her teams based on mascots. Who's her, so. all-time,
1: who's her all-time
0: favorite? It's got to be Puddles, right? The duck. I mean, she went to Oregon. She loves Puddles. He's He's easily, like, oh, one of the most... Oh, you
1: mean mascot, like, the actual mascot of... Uh, not just the name of the school, but the either mascot. Either or.
0: Either or. Okay, okay. Either or. You're fine. Um, sixth, biggest sleeper in the region. six seed or lower that you think can make a run or be dangerous or, or bust a bracket. <laughs> yeah. And the final question is, obviously, um, your pick out of that region. So, let's start, and I have a really sneaky suspicion that um, the first answer in the South region... Um, your answer.
1: You just paused again, Cato.
0: It's going to be the same as mine. Hold right on. on me,
1: wait, what time is it right now? There was a good three second pause there. I'm gonna, I'm going to edit that out at twenty one fifty five. Um, reset what you just said in five, four, three, two. When at the part we said, "I know that you're going to say whatever you're saying," whatever I said what was five, four, three, two.
0: Uh, you're basically gonna have the same choice here, I think, on the first answer as I am for the South region. Uh, who is your coach? Which coach do you trust the most in this region?
1: Oh, that's an easy question. <laughs> Kevin Ollie, we know that. Like he's, yep. he's, he's was never the best player in the NBA. He was always he's a little bit of a journeyman. Uh, fun fact: I'm pretty sure he shares the same birthday as me, September third. <laughs> <Not real. laughs> but uh no, he I think there's multiple ways of looking at a good coach in college. Uh for the tournament, it's who's the best coach on the floor or prepping for a team coming. In college in college basketball there's also the whole facet of recruiting at this point in the season, that doesn't mean anything at all.
0: Right. I mean, look, look like, kevin like, Ollie, he's been at uconn for 4 years. He's 96 and 43 and he's got a national title. Boom. You look at the other coaches in this region, um, and this kind of slides us into to answer number two. By the way, you and I both have the same. I trust, of, of the coaches in the South region, I trust Kevin Ollie the most. I think that he, he's got the best tr- proven track record in the shortest amount of time. Yeah. Um, we'll see if it's sustainable. Um, but right now, his team seems... He seemed- makes runs.
1: He makes right. runs, and he does... He does. Exactly.
0: Um the coach that I don't trust at all is Jay Wright from Villanova. you kidding me, um, dude? <laughs> I mean, look, the numbers speak for themselves, bro. The last three years, listen to this. The last three years, Villanova has been 89-12. and 12. Okay? 2015, they were a number one seed. 2014, they were a number two seed. And they have not made it past the second round in either of the two years. Dude, they're the
1: Bengals of the NCAA.
0: They just can't get it done. Okay, they, so there's two
1: things. There's two things. Either the team just Jay Wright himself just can't coach a tournament, or it's there. Or eventually, at some point, they're just anomalies, and it's his time to shine. I think that has to do with the coaching staff and how they have the, how they have the program overall.
0: I would agree, but I also think it speaks to the Big East, right? The it's Big difficult. East, just, no. I think it's the opposite. I don't think the Big East prepares their teams. If Villanova's running through the Big East year after year after year, especially since the creation of the new Big East, they're not battle tested. They get uh, their records inflated, but they're not nearly as good as their record speaks. And I think,
1: Okay, I, just, I, I see what you're saying, and that makes, I think it's a valid point. I think also, though, that in the Big East and in, or, okay, the new Big East. They play a certain brand of basketball, and Villanova plays to win that certain brand of basketball. They play against the Pac-12. It doesn't work like that.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Who'd you build your team around? <laughs>
1: and is this build your team around in the NCAA or in the NBA? Because those are two very different questions.
0: Well, I mean, it's just who you take in, like, to put the team on your back right now in the NCAA tournament. Like, who do you think's Who's like your Kevin Walker? Exactly. Who's your boy? Who's your boy? Jalen Brown from Cal. Yeah, same. Same. I agree. I think he's easily the best product. Um, I've, 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 seen,
1: I've seen him live, dude. His just his presence
0: is insane. Like was like, a man-child. I mean, bro, he's 6'7", 225, and he's a freshman. He can play and guard three different positions. Either the wing spots, he can handle the ball. Um, he averages He can over do all
1: th- that, and that's great. I agree. Watching him on the court, watching him and lead his team, like he can be a little bit prima donna. That's fine. But when he when he I saw him play at Cal versus U of A, he was in the zone. Everyone was following him. He just he does what he wants, and I think I like I honestly Cal's one of the teams that like I think I'm biased towards because I live in the Bay Area and I obviously watch him play. But they're a team that could. They're hot off late. They can make a run. They have the young talent. I hate that they have all young freshmen, sophomores, because I think you need a couple older players with a little bit of experience to be able to make a true turning run. But they have the talent to win it all.
0: You think they have the talent? Well, okay, hold I mean, that thought because that's if they get past. And I think they this guy's
1: tough. They have a tough, tough, tough.
0: Yeah, I think this guy is going to be a major reason why they need to be careful about (laughs) their game against Hawaii. Stefan Yankovic, people haven't heard of him. He plays over in the islands. You know, tip-offs like, what, like 4 a.m. on the East Coast when Mm -hmm. they tip-off ball. Um, He's a transfer from Mizzou. Big guy, 6'11". He's a junior but he can step out and hit the three. He shoots 40% from three-point range. He averages over 16 points, seven boards a game. Um, He's a main, one of the big reasons why Hawaii is as good as they are. And I'll tell you what, I, I agree with you in terms of California being able to make a deep run, but they better be careful because they're the type of team that also could fall flat and go into a cold streak in terms of, a time during a game for four five, six minutes and Hawaii can light it up. So, um, I think Yankovic is someone to keep an eye on. If you don't know of him now, you know of him. He's the big man from Hawaii. Um, that's you'll my see, pick.
1: You'll see him when he plays. All right. Who I think my, my, I won't say he's unknown. He's forgotten. Rashid Suleiman. Ooh. Playing in okay. Maryland. Yeah. From Duke. Had right. a little, had a little problems. I remember, Remember Maryland was my team. I like Maryland. I like them yep. to go far. Yep. I know that they did not get a favorable seed, but Rashid's Rashid's seen it all. I think he's going to be a good presence for Maryland and I think he will help them potentially make a deep run. Granted, hmm. I I couldn't tell like at this point like yes, the south is a very hard uh, region to predict. I'm not going to say who I think is going to win at this point because I honestly have no idea. But I can definitely see Suleiman and uh, Mello having Maryland make a run. I can see them being. Yeah, I think they're going to. I can see them going into the uh, what in being Kansas. That's a very real world. Yeah,
0: no, it's it's definitely a possibility. I, I would agree with you there. I think in the South, I think next weekend in Louisville is going to be going to be awesome. Um, all right, who is <laughs> it's your favorite mascot that's here easy. in the South? I mean,
1: it's, we're all going to say the Shockers.
0: No but. way. It's the Jackrabbits. <laughs> San Diego State, bro. No, that's San Diego State. South Dakota State. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> all you South Dakota State fans, anytime I hear SDSU, I automatically think of San Diego State. That's and,
1: yo, instant hate.
0: Instant, instant hate. hate. Seriously. We just no. lost, like, two of our seven followers. <laughs>
1: Okay, so okay, so this is actually a good reason. They got the Jackrabbits. They got the Rainbows. I thought, that...
0: the oh, I thought they were the Warriors.
1: Oh, that's the Rainbows. I thought that's... Rainbow
0: Warriors. Maybe that. Yeah, they're the Rainbow Warriors. Okay, well, you're right though. I... <laughs> you're right. We do have some good ones here. Yeah, but the, Choc- on, the Bulls, the Hurricanes, the Hawkeyes.
1: It's a it's a good one. What's UNC Asheville? Are they the anteaters?
0: No, that's Irvine, bro. <laughs> what's
1: what's UNC Asheville then?
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe they're like the Commodores. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what UNC is.
1: I thought Cato was the one who, who claimed back in college that he can name any D1 school's mascot. What did mm-hmm. that get you with back in college?
0: Uh, something ridiculous. I don't yeah. I don't even remember. I've wiped it out of my mind. Um, <laughs> He's all director. right, so who's your you, bracket buster in UNC this?
1: Ash, UNC Asheville is the Bulldogs.
0: Okay, well.
1: My bracket buster of this, uh, from this six-seater
0: lower that you think could make it to the second weekend or farther.
1: Uh, UConn. They done it before. Why couldn't they do it again? Like that's, that's part. That's, part, your, that's part, your reasoning. I have a crush on UConn. Yeah,
0: uh, we all know that. Well, at um, least I know that. Ro my, doesn't. Ro has does <laughs> man crushes on the weirdest things. Neuer who almost blew it today for your Byron squad. But they didn't. Kemba, this is a true story. I don't... <laughs> Roe Hundle <laughs> has told many a people, many a times, that his first son will be named what, Roe?
1: It will be named Kemba. Okay, there's... Okay.
0: Kemba I Hundle, said... ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I said Kemba this...
1: Hundle. I said this before the Big East tournament. I watched him after he... He, they won one game. I was like, "Oh, this guy's sick!" Makes that step back at MSG, legendary. Wins the AC tournament. Gets
0: in the tournament. Before Big the East. Whole, Big East. you get to learn that they, I, they they have never been a part of the ACC. I don't know. Our credibility know. right now, in terms of talking any sport <laughs> subject, is in the trash right now. Between <laughs> San Diego State and you being When's convinced done. that UConn is in the ACC, I'm just
1: saying the wrong thing. Okay, in the Big East, they're gonna. So I said, all right, if they win this and then win the tournament, I'm going to name my firstborn son Kemba. Kemba does his shit in the the Big East, wins it all. I'm like, oh, I'm stoked. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Tournament comes around. Yukon goes all the way, wins it all. Then I was like, oh, crap. My firstborn son is going to be named Kemba.
0: What's his middle name?
1: There is – that's – that's uh the female I, can decide that one.
0: Oh, see, I <laughs> thought that there was another – I thought you had another, like, man crush that was going to be his middle name. I thought no, it was Kemba.
1: It was going to happen, but they didn't win. I forget what it was, but no one – it they didn't win at all. Oh,
0: Shabazz. Yeah. Kemba, Kemba Shabazz Hundle.
1: I'm just – Yukon through and through. Didn't go there a second of my life. I've never been there. I've never been to the state of Connecticut, but <laughs> – Yeah. So
0: – You probably so, I, have and didn't even notice it exactly like, <laughs> exactly oh So my I'm, God. I'm,
1: gonna to, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to find a way to finagle that I don't let's be real I don't think I'll be able to name my first child Kemba hopefully yeah, I can we'll name be- my first dog Kemba I think that's more realistic
0: okay I could I could see that my I think, that's a, I, I think that's
1: a great dog name
0: oh my I expect my first dog name to either be Barkley after Charles depending on how dumb it is or uh Bruce but that's that's an inside joke. So I could wake up every morning and say, good day, Bruce, but that's, that's <laughs> okay. a story for another time. So,
1: another time. Okay, um, so the, hey, that, that's the South. That's the
0: South. Well, you hold on. You didn't even give us a pick. I mean, you said Connecticut's your bracket buster. I think my bracket buster is Arizona. I think that they have the talent to, I think that they can beat Miami. I think that they can beat Nova. I think that they can get to the elite eight. Um, but and they're Villanova not my pick. Kansas is my pick. Is Kansas your pick?
1: No, it's not. I'm actually, what I just state stated, th- Villanova's my pick. I think that, I think it's an anomaly. What? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like their coach. I think they have great, they're a small team, great rebounding team. I think it's the yeah, Villanova finally makes it past it. And part, contrarian method I think is bigger than anything else. Like gambling, I'm very big into it. Everyone's picking Kansas. Right, right. The overall number one seed, and they should be. Bill Self is my second most overrated coach.
0: I think. I think if Kansas loses, it's to either Maryland or Cal. Yeah. I think. I think that's that's the trouble. And I could definitely see. I would be surprised if Maryland made it to the final four. I think that Maryland has the caliber. I think that they can do it. I think yeah. that they can get there. I think Bill is um, my
1: first pick. Maryland's my second pick. Cal's my third pick. Kansas, my fourth pick. See, I, do I, not, I think I don't have faith in Kansas.
0: I think, and I don't have faith in Villanova. I think the top half of that bracket is just way heavier. I think Kansas and Maryland, and then Arizona would be my third pick. I think. I think we could see it's going to be the South is is too heavy to see chalk all the way through. So, where do you want to go next? Do you want to go to the West? You want to just go straight down?
1: Yeah, let's go to the West.
0: Okay. Um, all right, coach that you trust.
1: Coach that ch- I mean. I don't trust any of them. What? Yeah, I don't trust Coach K.
0: How do you not trust Coach K, bro?
1: He's a great. He's had great teams. Um, I just isn't that what a
0: coach is? Great teams.
1: Great teams. I just, I, I've seen him coach in, in game. He is what he draws up is nothing that I really believe in or think has worked well. He has great talent. He's He's a great recruiter, and because of the Duke program and the Duke name, he gets great names. I don't think as an in-game coach, he is anything special. Watching him coach the Olympics, he doesn't.
0: He doesn't need to. That's a you're I think the best apples is, with th- oranges. Th- right I now, I think
1: the best best coach that I've seen is Lon Kruger at Oklahoma.
0: What? See, he is the okay. Lon Kruger is the one that I don't trust the most, and it's because he's never gotten past the Sweet Sixteen with Oklahoma row ever that's fair that's you can't fair. tell me all these people are picking Oklahoma not only do Please I not Oklahoma.
1: Tra-
0: a lot of people really? a lot of no. people, yeah it's a popular pick in the West but hold on I wasn't done excuse me okay listen to this stat actually I, I have to admit I heard it on ESPN I'm kind of <laughs> disappointed <so laughs> re- myself. gonna repeat it here okay can you tell me the last year? That a team with a gentleman who averaged twenty or more points made it to the final four, and what the team was, what year, and what team?
1: Oh God, I could give me like a give me like a couple options. I've made... I I'd,
0: I'd never heard of the guy, nor did I know that the team made the final Cream four. Cream that...
1: Rush from Kansas.
0: No, I don't even know who the guy is, honestly. Who is that? Uh, but it was Georgia Tech in '90, so 25 years, and Buddy Heald averages over 20 points a game. So okay,
1: going with history. Right. I, I, I don't
0: know, but fair. that that wasn't that wasn't the point of the question. <laughs> the point of the question was who do you not trust? And my answer is Lon Kruger because of the fact that he's never made it out of the Sweet Sixteen. So
1: okay, well, okay. My my pick is Shocker smart. He's overrated. He had a good run. He had a good run with VCU. I haven't been impressed with him in Texas this year.
0: First year, don't, bro.
1: Don't roll your eyes with me, Kato. Oh,
0: oh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving on because I I cannot believe the two answers that you just had in terms of the coach that you just told me that you don't trust Coach K and you don't trust Shaka Smart and anyways moving on <laughs> pick who's who's your boy to put the team on his back and get him um, through the tournament who would you want to start your team around is it gonna I'm be boy, buddy, or buddy. buddy are you gonna it's are you gonna it's t- Buddy
1: it's Buddy so you're I so
0: khaki. You're so boring. Do your research.
1: It's, but, it's simple, dude. It's
0: oh, good. Did you watch the SEC championship game between Kentucky and AM?
1: I did not know. I think AM is a little, like, it's not a sleeper, but they're good.
0: Here's a gentleman, Daniel House from A&M. Yeah, you're looking him up because yep. you haven't heard of him.
1: Exactly.
0: He's a six, seven, 215 hundred and fifteen-pound shooting guard from AM. He shoots forty percent from three, and he was their only lifeline against Kentucky. He single-handedly kept them in the game in the SEC title game. This guy is already the prototypical body for an NBA player. Six-seven with like a seven-one wingspan. He's he's nasty. I, I, I he, just be ready because he's right. about to pop up on a lot of people's. Screens, um, and it's not even the guy who I think is going to become a household name because that's Wes Washpun from Northern Iowa. Did you see him hit the game winner in the Valley Tournament?
1: He's not. He's not getting a household name, Joe. That's that's just that's ridiculous.
0: Bro, he's a lefty. You can easily pick him out on the court and say his name for me. Say his name for me. Do it. Do you think? Do you think they'll get past Texas A M in the second round? Wes. Wash pun. That's fun to say. Wes, wash pun. Say it three times fast. All right, Dick my towel. Shit. No, they're not going to get past AM in the second round, but they will be but, Texas.
1: I, yeah, I have them being Texas as well. Yeah. All right, what's next? Mascot. Of all these, I like St. Joe's. I like the. Yeah. Was it the red? It's the red red something, yeah?
0: Well, that's St. John's.
1: Damn it, I'm fucking up so badly. I don't know half of these things, dude. Call me not prepared. I apologize, team.
0: Yeah, you're fired. What about the Roadrunners from Cal State Bakersfield?
1: Mm, it's, it's fun. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Well, there's not
0: much to pick from here.
1: Yeah, this is nothing like this is nothing like like no. the, uh nothing like the South.
0: All right, who's your sleeper?
1: It's gonna be Northern Iowa. They have.
0: But you just told me that they're not going to get past the second round.
1: They're not going to yeah, okay. It's either – do you think VCU will beat Oklahoma or Oregon State will beat Oklahoma? No.
0: No, but I'm six, about to blow your mind. St. Joe's is about to go to the Sweet 16. They're going to beat Oregon in the second round.
1: I have since been beating Oregon the second round. But, yeah, I think, I think Oregon's completely overrated. Yes, they won the Pac-12 championship. They won the Pac-12 regular season, and that is – it's great for them. I have not been impressed by them at all.
0: So, and who's your Pac- pick? Out of the West.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's pretty obvious. It's Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go with AM. Yeah. I'm going to ride it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know That's why I, I, I really don't. There's no one in there's, re... if you would have put any of the top six seeds in the South yeah. here in the West, I would take them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I've been riding Oklahoma all year. I, I think they're good. I think buddy is a stud. Um, if he doesn't win player of the year, and Valentine does, uh, there's going to be a lot of discussion about that. But I just think for some reason, this A&M team, you got to throw some weird seeds in there, right? You can't have all chalk. You can't do you can't all, all top. No, yet. not all. So, so you picked Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, and I took A&M. Yeah. Get us started over in the East. Let's jump over to the East. The hardest region that you say. I
1: think this is the toughest region in the tournament. I mean – uh, so many pundits are calling Kentucky to win it all, to, to get through. We have Kentucky, we have UNC.
0: So Xavier, who's the coach you trust?
1: Coach I trust? Roy. Really? Yeah.
0: You like Roy more than you like Coach Cal? I don't like Coach Cal. I Look. know.
1: I think Coach Cal is a great recruiter. I think he's like, – if I'm talking about just straight in-game or – Preparation for the tournament, Coach Cal doesn't... Same thing as Coach K. I, it doesn't impress me. I think Roy is the best coach there. And I would go on to say the same thing. Coach Cal was overrated in this, in this side of the bracket as well.
0: Okay. All right, well... I'm, what do you this, think? Jamie Dixon. Okay. Uh, I think that he is a lot like Jay Wright <laughs> and that the Big East for a long time just produced these gaudy records, and they couldn't do much. Um, it's been eight years since Jamie Dixon got to the Elite Eight with Pitt. So um, I don't necessarily trust him too much. But
1: That's, that's very fair.
0: Yeah. So. Um,
1: but, I mean, they're a 10 seed that you don't really expect.
0: Well, yeah. No, no, no. But, I mean, you look at the other coaches, and yeah, you know, it is what it is. So who's your Ooh. boy? Who's going to put the team on their back? What's
1: that guard from Providence name? Yeah, What's... Chris Dunn. Yeah, I think I I think if an like a nine seed like makes a run, it's going to be on not even just Chris Dunn. It's going to be from the Province backcourt because they have I think they have the best two guards in the tournament.
0: I just don't think that they have enough depth up front. I think no, they if, don't. Bento, they... if Bento gets in foul trouble, they're screwed. Um, but I agree. I think that you and I had talked about this before we started the podcast and if USC and Providence had been put elsewhere in the bracket, I think that they both could have disrupted a lot. Um, You know, it's Chris Dunn, I think is going to be the best NBA player of this year's crop. I think that he, that's a bold move. Well, you look at him, he's got, he needs to work on his shot, but he's not hesitant. Better than
1: Brandon Ingram from Duke.
0: Yeah. I'm not a big, I'm not big on Brandon Ingram, honestly. Um, I don't know. I just like I I like Chris Dunn ever since he shredded Sparing Arizona, and I really get it. I
1: don't. I mean, I don't think he's. I don't think. I think he's good. I think he's very good. I don't think he's the best, but I think that's overall best backcourt. And as we've seen in as history has shown, guard play is the kind of the key of the tournament.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have a guy whose favorite movie is all about the Benjamins, how can you pick against him? So, fun fact, take that one to the bank. Did you see the pun there? That was, that was awful. That was terrible. <laughs> I've seen worse. Yeah. Alright, what about the guy who's not a household name yet that's gonna be?
1: I don't know if it's a household name. Um, to be honest, I'm not completely sure. What's I God, I'm so bad with names, Joe. My my center from not my center, my power forward from the UNC.
0: Oh, Bryce Johnson?
1: Yeah, Bryce Johnson. I think he's he's a great body. He can board like no other. And he's dating a chick from Duke. That's just a great story. If you've not seen that story, like... Yeah, yeah go check it out. He's love and basketball. It's amazing. Like, God. the romantic you would love it.
0: <laughs> I don't think that I've met a gentleman or a guy, I don't even know if I can call you a gentleman, who likes romantic comedies as much as Roe Hundle. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He would He would stay in his room, cuddled up on a rainy Sunday, and watch, like, The Notebook three times in a row. I don't no, even know no, 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 if you were watching no, no. The Let's Notebook, but... Let's be
1: real. It wasn't movies. It was like Gossip Girl and shit I watched.
0: Okay, like, there you shows. go. There you I'm go. I'm dead
1: honest. I'm not, I'm not right. embarrassed about it. Shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, what's your mascot here in the East?
1: Um, it's Stony Brook. Or the, the Seawolves. Come on. Those are pretty well, cool. I see,
0: I, I like... I, I was doing A some good wolf. research...
1: A seal so, was pretty damn cool. like pretty. No, so it is.
0: No, no, no. And I'm not debating that because I think these could be 1 in 1A, one but the Stephen F. Austin lumberjacks. And just hear me out before you jump down my throat. I did a little background on him. I read up on who he is. His name is Blake Loggins.
1: How much of a hipster is that motherfucker?
0: No, but for a lumberjack, Loggins, Blake Logins.
1: I get it. I get it. It's a pun. I know you love puns.
0: And written on his axe says that axe though. It says what? That axe though. <laughs> that axe. <laughs> that axe though. It's written Is that on appropriate? his
1: appropriate? Is that appropriate?
0: It's written on his axe. That axe though. <laughs> I, I that's great. Know. That's
1: that's that's great. All right
0: yeah all right <laughs> what you like pulling up a picture to find a picture of him with the axe like that axe though I'm
1: I'm looking for I can't find it right now
0: don't worry Go, about it not a big deal me. who's your bracket buster in the east
1: the buster here is gonna be I, I mean Providence or USC one or the other
0: okay
1: well, I, I choose Providence but it's
0: pitt. No, it's
1: you. Just said you hated their coach.
0: Just hey, you just did the same thing. Okay,
1: it's fine. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Listen, I don't trust Xavier. I think I I don't I don't know who I trust less, Xavier or Villanova. But I think that Pitt beats Wisconsin, and I think Pitt moves on to the Sweet Sixteen. I just think that that's how it is. So, who's your choice? Um,
1: overall, I think it's gonna be UNC. I'm my one. Caveat? Caveat, or overall like upset, I think. I'm um, pretty sure Xavier and Weaver State, the Weaver State head coach is a uh, disciple. No, oh, no, no. I lied. I lied. I lied. <laughs> West Virginia, SF Austin. SF Austin's head coach is a disciple of Bob Higgins. So I think SF Austin has a, has a little bit of upset potential there.
0: Well, they match up really well, but the, I don't think the Lumberjacks are big enough.
1: I don't think oh, it'll win, but I think it would be a good game. I would say take the underdog there if you're a gambling, man.
0: Okay, works for me. <laughs> I think I think the winner of the UNC Kentucky game,
1: yeah, is yeah he, they win,
0: goes through. So okay, Midwest, let's this is it, last region. What well, we got? Um, best coach, Izzo. Easy,
1: that's not even a question. He's tested. Everyone knows that. <laughs> He's he, tested. He, he just brings everyone to the final four.
0: Everyone, you literally, you and I could go play for him right now, and our team would be in the elite eight without even throwing up a shot. I
1: mean, I drop threes. We'll have you just kind of coaching. We'll have Fitzy on our team and chopping uh, <laughs> long range jumpers.
0: Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> cool. What? A, what about the coach that you don't trust?
1: What do you got there?
0: Uh, Kevin Willard, Seton Hall. This really? is his, Why yeah. Is that? This is his. Well, it's his first NCAA tournament ever. I think going in as a six, especially going up against Mark Few, who's seasoned in Gonzaga, um, I just don't trust Willard. Uh, I, I think that he got handed a pretty difficult task in his first ever appearance. So
1: I'm going to go. I can't pronounce the last name in my life. I'm going to say Larry so Criptso-
0: Oh, for oh, yeah. Utah.
1: Yeah, I think I think Utah got overrated a little bit, just a little bit.
0: I, I think I I would agree. I think a three is too high.
1: Yeah. I think yeah, I think they were four five ish. Um, I've I've watched a couple games of Utah. Haven't been. They have good big men. I and it's kind of how they have been for in the past. I just haven't seen any schemes that I'm impressed with.
0: Interesting. Well, almost you gave me a perfect segue into my player to build a team around. I've been picking guards all night, but it's uh, Jakob Porl. From Utah, the seven-foot big man inside. Um, he's not—he's not glamorous by any means, but he and averages. Logan-esque? I don't even know if I'd go. I mean, he just—he does oh, he, the work. He's
1: with Utah, so you kind of have a little bit of a. Uh...
0: Yeah, but Bogut's Australian and this guy's Austrian, all right, bro. So you can't. No, you can't. I'm kidding,
1: I'm kidding. All right,
0: <laughs> I don't know. He—he he just gets it done. He gets it done for me. So
1: that's fair. I'm gonna say mine is Denzel Valentine. Everyone loves him. Everyone's saying it. And he's just the malleable player that you can put on any team. And the way I look, at I watch tournament, I watch tournament, as who can play in the league. He can play in the league. He's not going to be a star, but he's going to be one of those great role players that you want on your team.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, I can't knock that, but I already think that he's a household name. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> What about the player that um, will be a household name by the time it's all said and done? You have anyone good?
1: From here? I mean, say that name again that you just said. Jacopo? Yeah, I can't say that. I think it's him. I don't think he's there yet. I think he'll be the household name. If if Utah beats Seton Hall in the second round, Plays he could be a household name. But okay. that's a big if because I personally have Seton Hall winning.
0: So. Interesting. Well, I think it's Marcus Johnson Jr. From where?
1: That's I right, just, from
0: where? I think you just
1: love people's, like, because he has a good name. I think you like
0: The him. University of Arkansas, Little Rock. Yeah. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Say that your 5'12"? Marcus Johnson Jr. 13 points a game, averages almost 50% from three. And I think I really like him because... His hair reminds me of uh, an old Louisville Cardinal, Montrezl Harrell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, awesome, it's awesome. This guy looks like a mini Montrez. Okay, so okay, and shoots the if three. if Little Rock is to beat Purdue, it's going to be because of Marcus Johnson Jr.
1: Is that your five twelve? Every year's no. a five twelve. Who's your five twelve then?
0: Um, actually, I don't think I have a five. If there was a five twelve, it would be that, but I don't think I have. I don't know if there's any like little pod to be shattered. I think both Little Rock and Iona get through there. Okay, down in the Midwest.
1: I think my overall five twelve. I think Chattanooga upsets Indiana.
0: Yeah, see, I, I think you're out of your mind.
1: Okay, well, okay, dude. I can't see Maryland. That's what losing. I'm saying. I
0: don't. I don't see.
1: But when was the last yeah, time five twelve? I, don't, I just don't When here. was the fi- last time a five? There was no five twelve last year. Was there not? Yeah. Well, I'm a dumbass. Seriously, Uh,
0: (laughs) if you would like to be my fellow co-host, I will be taking auditions starting next week. (laughs)
1: This happens when we talk about college all day, dude.
0: (laughs) All right, we're down to the last three. Who is the the mascot of choice here?
1: The Lightning, easy. Middle Tennessee, let's go.
0: You realize that Middle Tennessee are the Blue Raiders, right?
1: Who's the Lightning then? Uh, I don't
0: see any lightning.
1: Oh, oh, well, I'm going to edit this out. Like This is bad. <laughs>
0: this no, is... this is great, and you need to keep this. So
1: <laughs> This is, this is horrible.
0: Because if you were to resemble a college mascot, you would be the orange from Syracuse. <laughs> so you would be that terrible little guy.
1: Ah, uh, I'm fucking up. Whatever. Wait, who's the lightning then? I thought it was the Middle Tennessee. University of Middle Tennessee is the lightning.
0: They're not the universe. It's Middle Tennessee State.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> whatever, it happened. Okay, Mascots. whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, let's be real. so I like, I like the Utah Utes. It's interesting. It's boring. The best. Okay. Boilermakers. What do you think about that? I think Boilermakers it, are cool. I think it's good for the good for the state. Good for the name. I think they play, like, blue collar.
0: Well, Purdue if we're talking... always been
1: known as blue collar.
0: Right, but if we're talking, like, good for the state, good for, like, the... What about the Dayton Flyers? Did you know that the Wright brothers were from Dayton?
1: I did not, but that's... I thought they are from, like... Oh, wait, that, that didn't make sense. Okay. They,
0: they did the flight in North Carolina, but they are big-time Daytonians. Is that right? Like
1: <laughs> okay, okay, I see. So you. yeah,
0: that's where they get the flyers from. So little tidbit there, but if you're to have a bracket buster, who is it? Uh, Seton Hall. Okay, and I have Gonzaga. I actually have Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. So I can Gonzaga lose the
1: first round? So we'll. we'll I know that's, that's what I'm that's saying. That will be interesting.
0: I yeah. I I don't know. So, what it's about. who's your pick down in the so Midwest?
1: Small. Okay. Little tidbit. UVA. And Mission State have played in the last two tournaments. Have played each other, and Mission State has knocked UVA out. I think that they meet in the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm.
0: UVA wins. Hold on, I think Ooh. UVA wins. You think UVA finally breaks through? That you think yes. they get to the Final Four this year? I
1: do. I do. Okay. And yourself, my friend.
0: Um, I I hate to admit this, um, but I like your logic. But I can't go against Tom Izzo. So I will take Michigan State um, in the Midwest. So just to recap, in the south you have Nova, I have Kansas. In the west you have OU, I have a and mm-hmm. In the east we both have North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And then in the Midwest you have UVA, and I have Michigan State. So who quickly, who's your pick to win it all?
1: Right now it's Oklahoma. It could change by tomorrow, but it's Oklahoma. Yes. So my my last part of reasoning for that too goes the same thing. Kansas has beat Oklahoma twice this year. If Kansas as a favorite gets past gets past gets in the final four, I can't see them beating Oklahoma three times in one season.
0: Okay, fair. Who's your pick? Uh, it's North Carolina. I think they go as Marcus Page goes. Um, I, I just.
1: If you guys fire, it. they can do it. And they have the freshest unis in the tournament.
0: Really? You think of all the uniforms in the NCAA tournament, North Carolina's are by far the best.
1: I just, yeah. I'm, I'm biased. I love Baby Blue. I love them. Sorry.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so what's next? What do do we any, wrap up. Uh,
1: what's your and one, Mr. Cato? Anything you want to talk about? Yep. The floor is um,
0: yours. I've been traveling. A lot lately. Um, and this is really something that has started to bother me. I hate when people congregate in front of the gate when they haven't even called anyone to start boarding yet. It's literally just a cluster in the middle. Like I can't do it.
1: High school know when it's your turn to go on the plane.
0: They tell you they're like, Oh, group two now boarding. I'm group two and and Jimmy Bob. Is group four and Keep him and his there. six and him and his six kids are blocking my path. That's like fair. we're all going to the same place, Jimmy Bob. All right? So get out <laughs> hey, get out of my way.
1: I registered before you. I want to get on the plane before you and get my overhead space. That's that that is a right that you should have. Jimmy Bob fucked up.
0: Well, I just I just don't like like every single it's it's like these Amer like our society is like, oh my god, if I don't get on the plane before Rohan Hundle, I'm not gonna get to Tampa before Rohan Hundle. <laughs> we all get to Tampa at the same time. Like and
1: everything's in the Southwest. A- you already have your predetermined seat, guys.
0: Yeah, seriously, it's like plus or minus five minutes to unload the plane. Like j- Jimmy Bob, you and your six kids and your wife Mary Beth, like get them out of here, right? <laughs> Let's get a- that's my that's my and one this week. It, it's I've been traveling way too much recently, and it's the same every single airport that I go to jimmy bob mary beth and their six kids are in my way and next time i'm i you're not gonna
1: hit a person no i'm not not gonna say a word
0: no i was gonna
1: i would you're not gonna say a word you should be there sit there like god damn it this sucks
0: well i was gonna pick up jimmy bob jr and put him in the overhead but that's fine you (laughs) know (laughs) hey
1: that's okay that's okay yeah all right right. well i have a Al Roche today from the Chicago White Sox retired. He had one year left on his contract with, what, $12 million or $14 million? I forget. Uh, yeah. Sitting there. The reason he decided to retire was because Chicago's uh, management said that they did not want his son in the locker room with him as much as he was last year. Supposedly he was, like, quote, unquote, the 26th man, 25, man, 25 people on the baseball roster and always with the team. Why would the Chicago White Sox be against that? He is a family man, has his family trying to instill good values on his son, and not like he's a distraction. Have you ever heard of him before this? No. Chicago White Sox, you're fucking up. Let the man be with his son. Let his son be part of the team. And if I've never heard of any players or anyone saying anything ill of it, why would you? You just look bad. Plain simple. Alan Roche, congratulations on your retirement. Have fun with your family. I respect you so much for that decision. Like, leaving 12 to 14, man, I forget which one, 12 to dollars on the table because you couldn't spend time with your son. That takes balls. I respect you so much. How old's his son? He's about to turn 14. No, about to turn 12.
0: Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Well,
1: so supposedly, both him, so he has a daughter as well as younger, and they are in school in, their school allows them to take homework out of school at the time and take road trips with their father.
0: Look, I, I'm not judging by any means. I, I just I just think it's cool. To, I think like no, they yeah, they, I, they have I a good just to way. get the full story. That's it's all.
1: It's a it's a I mean, being the being the child of a Prussian athlete must be crazy and be very, very hard because of traveling all the time. If you find a way to stay with your kids and have your kids with you, go after it. Plain simple. Yeah. I respect uh, that i respect you adam laroche, adam laroche you're a good man <laughs> all right any
0: good media you got any good tv shows music anything you like right now kato um i finished house of cards how was it it was all right it was all right, all right i'm starting to worry give that they're grid. running out of give me a grid out of rickshaws <laughs> um so how many wheels one to four wheels Oh, we do this. Didn't we do this out of five rickshaws last time? I don't even yeah, know what our grading is. <laughs> um, oh, five rickshaws
1: was last time, yeah. Yeah,
0: it was like I. I would give it like a four out of five rickshaws. Oh, that's
1: high. I've heard much less than that. Oh. I never watched it. I've heard, but from. from Here's
0: from, the yeah. thing, though: is like once you become the president of the United States, you can't get away with the same shenanigans that you could when you were like in Congress. You know what I'm saying? Like, I
1: mean, that's a real life thing.
0: Yeah. So they kind of escalated the series way too quickly and saw, shot themselves in the foot. So I don't know. What about right. you? What have you got? I
1: just started uh, a yeah. show called Billions. It's from Showtime. It's kind of about like a Wall Street hedge fund company. And I'm only an episode and a half. No, two episodes in. It's pretty cool. I'll say check it out. I don't have Billions. a opinion on it. Billions. All righty, guys.
0: Billions. That's it. You're just cutting them off like that. That's You're, you're done. That's all Bro's I have. done.
1: I have nothing else to go. I'm, I just want to go to sleep and watch a tournament tomorrow. I'm sorry. And Kato, you just KO'd out, and you have the ugliest face in your life right now.
0: Bro, <laughs> <it's already laughs> so do you.
1: I need to put that on again. Uh, what time are we at? I need to edit that out because that was ugly as shit. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> uh. Kato, are you there?
0: I'll just start. You're yeah can you see me bro
1: yeah all right I'll edit Hey, give a goodbye and I'll edit it out to make it clean
0: oh well so you're just gonna cut them off just like wait, that wait, round? Wait, wait. stop
1: stop 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 back up it's not working at all right now it's like it's like slow motion <laughs> talk what about now all right now wait. you go
0: Are you just going to cut them off just like that, Ro? Are you just going to drop them?
1: I'm done with the world. Yep, that's what happens.
0: Ro just wants to go to sleep, have Santa Claus come and put all the basketballs underneath his tree.
1: I just want to watch the tournament. That's all I want.
0: Yeah, we're going to be up early. It's an early start for us here on the West Coast. It's like a 9 o'clock tip. Uh,
1: I may or may not have have a few weeks ago taking work off. I am not going to work tomorrow. I'm watching all the games tomorrow. I'm so excited.
0: Listen to this very reliable source. One of my best friends, you know him, Wes Danner. He sent over what's called the triple double challenge. Okay. Supposedly between tip off on Saturday, so this is to be this is to take place on Saturday, from tip off to the final buzzer on Saturday, you have to consume ten corn dogs, okay. drink ten beers, okay, and a hundred tater tots.
1: Oh. That would be that's impressive.
0: It's 10 tater tots, a beer and a corn dog an hour. What do you, who, he, you figure you have like 10 hours who of basketball. Do that?
1: I'm, I
0: think you could do it?
1: Hell no. Hell no.
0: If any of you ballers out there are listening and take this on, it's called the triple double challenge. you got it's got to be proof either time lapse or a beer at a time with a timestamp. stamp. Any of us? Let us know if either you've done it or someone else has done it or someone's willing to take it on. We'll send we you some have... stickers. <laughs> we'll send you some merchandise that we don't have.
1: We'll make some merchandise. I promise. Seriously,
0: you can like come on. You can take Rose's spot for a week since he because you, you
1: deserve it because you deserve it.
0: That's that's where we are. So, all right. Well, we're gonna let you guys go because you probably won't even listen to this till <laughs> all the number one seeds are we're out. Uh, yeah, seriously, but. <laughs> Um. Till the next time that we decide to have a podcast, ballers, take care. Don't double dribble. Be safe. Yeah, you that's think- the message. I don't know. Don't you have anything for the people, bro. Like, be- <laughs> I thought that was good. Like, hey, don't, don't don't double don't, dribble. No, don't. No, don't.
1: Step. Have a, hey, have a good time with the tournament, guys. Uh, we got some good stuff coming up. Hockey playoffs, NBA playoffs coming up. And this is the best. This is the best sports season right now. Tournament, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. We're golden, guys. And
0: I'm, if you I'm see me in the life. airport, do not stand in front of me. I swear I will put you in the overhead. All right?
1: Because he's super strong,
0: guys. Yeah, Sergio <laughs> Sergio Lopez strong. Okay? <laughs> all right. That's see it. Till next time,
2: ballers. Right. Have a good think one. I whole approach is wrong. Yeah, I think that we're not thinking right. If sprite, tell me what you like. We're like good people with bad time in it's like eye comments, vodka and and with silence, but... No, while I'm here, I just feel alive, I just feel alive, yeah I live like I could die any minute, but I feel like I could fly, yeah I could fly, it's 60 degrees in downtown New York I love the way your autumn hair is falling off your shoulders I'm slowly driving you around in a suit all top down until it gets colder. All oh, you smoke, I got it. I got some tropics. I didn't do well in school, but weed's my favorite topic. Now like this whole infatuation, it needs to stop. Need to stop, yeah I need to stop it. Short fuses, but tall orders. Don't let the wine spill in your high heels. Let's watch the time pass with your fine ass, yeah. Red lipstick on that wine glass. She's fucked up, giving lap dances. That's a bar tequila and pan. And since growing up, I always knew I had a plan. Yeah, I didn't think that they would understand. So we go red and cola on the rocks. did a few lines before she got over to my crib over to my crib then i told her like listen yo i love you like new york I love you like weed on a Sunday morning Waking up to you the moaning and yawning I love you like the color blue That's my favorite color, you Don't know what you do to me I'm trying to do this thing with you When I'm with these other hoes All I do is think of you I don't want to settle down It seems like that's what people do This is new, but maybe it's the fact That I'm in love with you That I'm in love with you Just caught the dubstep And we can get high And gaze into the sunset And enjoy the present And disregard what's next What's next What's next I said, Verona, will you finish that Corona? Everything that you do extra just because you are so special and I'm just loving your fragrance. We just bumping the latest. We probably drank a bit too much cause now I'm feeling faded and I always open doors. I always have the answers to the questions you're unsure of. Never felt this shit, but i do anything for love. Said, never had it. i do anything for love. And we can do all of these kisses and hugs. Or we can do it even looser and disregard with a shrug. If you're doing something that I really don't approve of I be getting kind of jealous And I know you've heard enough Heaven's gonna be better than this life I'm living Smoking, watching The Simpsons Making big decisions They say just wait and hold See what the future holds Whether well, the present is now And baby, you're beautiful Baby, you're beautiful